Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The long road trip starts with a loss at New Jersey. Sonny Milano making an impact in the lineup, but the Caps need more from others. And Vancouver up next tomorrow night in British Columbia. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, November 28th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. Good morning. We are back today after being off for Thanksgiving. The Capitals now in the midst of the team's longest road trip of the season and easily the most grueling three weeks of the year in terms of travel. Eight games and nine away from home, more than 10,000 air miles along the way, out west for the first time this season in Vancouver tomorrow night, and then finishing up November well outside the top eight in the Eastern Conference. It's a tough task, Ben, but the Capitals need to string some wins together in this stretch to stay in the hunt. Yeah, there's no question. Looking for improvement, especially on the road, and no choice with five games remaining on this season-high six-game road trip. But the road, which going back a few years, John, this has been a strength of the Capitals. Really, over the past three-plus seasons, the Capitals have been among the best road teams in the league. It's been a different story this year. They'll go into Vancouver, having dropped 9 of 11 on the road so far this year, and a common theme certainly of late. We saw examples of this at home as well, but especially on the road, John, falling behind early, playing from behind, having to quote unquote chase the games. We saw it on Saturday night again in New Jersey, falling behind one nothing in the first period. And it's an uphill climb. It's tough to do a when you're on the road, B when you're as shorthanded as the Capitals are not doing themselves any favor, digging themselves in these early deficits, early holes. And it's proven a challenge, especially on the road where you try to simplify things. But when you fall behind a goal or two, you tend to open things up a little bit more and press a little bit harder. Capital certainly not doing themselves any favors in that regard. More on the road record and why they are where they are in a moment. But the look back at the game on Saturday night, Ben, it was a clunker in a lot of ways. Jack Hughes with a hat trick. Vitek Vanacek gets his 10th win of the season, and he does it against his former team. The Devils blocked 26 shots in the game. I thought the start was pretty decent, but it didn't go very well once they picked up the second goal, talking about New Jersey now. And by the way, I said it during the game, and I say it again here. The Devils now 18-4. and If you have not seen the Devils play this season, and you're listening to us, I'm here to tell you, that team is legit. They are really good. They may need some veteran snarl. They may need to toughen up to maybe make some kind of playoff statement, but that's a good hockey team. Yeah, they are. I I think long-term, that's still on their shopping list, maybe, to get a little bit of veteran snarl, as you said, some sandpapers, some truculence, but certainly a team that's very easy on the eyes. They've been trending a few years in this direction as far as that young nucleus and a speed team and a transition team. And I think you've got a couple of guys, and we saw them the other night, whether it's Jack Hughes, whether it's Nico Heashier, a few years under their belts, they're healthy, they're starting to come into their own, if you will, as NHL stars, as superstars, essentially a pair of number one picks. And they're getting the goaltending as well. Vitek Vanacek, he was good the other night. Capitals fired all kinds of rubber on him. You referenced the shot attempts too the other night. 
Look, the Capitals, especially in the first period, there were glimpses. They were showing themselves well early on. Vanacek made the saves to keep it scoreless early on and to keep the Devils ahead one nothing. And then ultimately the floodgates opened once the Devils came in the second period with the pair of Hughes goals en route to that hat trick. But no, that's a fun team. That's an exciting team. And it's an excited fan base. They've been waiting a long time in New Jersey, only one playoff appearance since 2012. So certainly a young team that is certainly emerging and coming to its own. And we'll see if that regular season success, how it translates later on come springtime and potentially uh, into the Stanley Cup playoffs as well. Back to the locals now. Four, seven, and two the Capitals are in the month of November. They have assured themselves of a losing month with one game pending tomorrow at Vancouver and six straight losses now on the road dating back to Halloween night at Carolina and Benny in those they've been outscored 10 nothing in first periods they haven't played with a lead and it's a bit of a mystery to me because even with the injuries that this team has had that they've fallen off the table so quickly winning on the road for years has been this team's calling card but it sure isn't right now yeah and I think a lot of it has to do with those early deficits the first period numbers you referenced there Again, if you jump out to a lead on the road, that's where you as a road team can maybe it's a little easier to clamp down and to muck it up a little bit, grind it out. TJ Oshie referenced the other day the need for a greasy type of road game on occasion, and you jump out to an early lead. I think it's a little bit easier to get into that type of structure, that type of game plan, again, as opposed to if you dig yourselves early deficits, you're trying to mount maybe a multi-goal comeback. You tend to open things up a little bit more and maybe get away from that more road-favorable type of style type of game. And again, these early deficits, you have to go back to November 3rd, early November, the last time the Capitals even had a road lead to play with. So uh, certainly something as they head into the Pacific Northwest, it'll be interesting to see, not unlike the home game against Calgary the other day, you get that early lead, the attitude on the bench changes. We'll see if they could potentially find that a good start starting tomorrow night in Vancouver. It's been tough to find good lately, but Sonny Milano probably falls into that category. He's played 11 games now for Washington. He's scored three goals. He's assisted on four others. And Ben, I feel like he's making his mark on a lot of games, even in the New Jersey game where he didn't get a point, used his speed, created that high danger chance against Vanacek. He put a puck off the post, get a little luck there. Maybe he's got another goal. I think he's got a feel that after washing out in other places like Winnipeg and Anaheim and Columbus, you only get so many chances. And I like what I'm seeing so far. I think he's taken advantage of the opportunity that's been given him here. He has, and Peter Laviolette's been impressed with him as well, giving him some opportunity as well on the power play. And it's only been a few games, but some nice chemistry seemingly being developed on a second line. We'll see how long they remain intact, but you've got Milano with Oshi and Kuznetsov, and those three collectively seem to be feeding off of each other, certainly in those home wins against Philadelphia and Calgary. We saw examples of that. So good on Milano, as you noted, his history and maybe trying to take advantage of another opportunity here in Washington. And the opportunity is there, you know, again, given the shorthanded nature of the roster and the injuries and how thin the Capitals are as far as the top six forward group is concerned. So good on Milano to take advantage and make the most of an opportunity, again, fitting in nicely so far on that line with Kuznetsov and Oshie. I don't think it's a magic formula for the how the Caps get back on track from here. I do think that that game against Calgary 
was a pretty good blueprint on what they can and should do more of this season. Peter Laviolette using the shutdown line to great effect. I think Alexei Protus is fitting in well with Dowd and Hathaway. And in the Calgary game, all they did, it was a simple formula. Get the forecheck going, force them to make mistakes, set up offensive chances for that line, and then it starts to get a little contagious. That's the way that they beat the Flames. But to not have a lead for one second of play in six of seven games, that's tough. If you're playing from behind every game, that's going to be tough to win, especially when you're on the road. But I really feel like that fourth line might be the key. Yeah, and again, you like to lean on them, particularly when you do have that lead to work with. You're right. They've shown glimpses, you know, in the offensive zone and had sustained pressure and good shifts, good on the forecheck. But let's call it for what it is. You're not leaning on those guys to necessarily bring you back from a goal or two. They could provide energy. They could lay the foundation maybe for a shift later on in the period from some of the big dogs. But if you're going into the third period of these games, if you're down a goal or two, you're going to be leaning more on your top six. So you're right. Fourth line, the shutdown line, whatever we want to call them the Dowd line they've been really good Protus fitting in nicely on that trio with Dowd and Hathaway you want to rely on them you want to lean on them and you especially want to do so if you're protecting a late third period lead which unfortunately for the Capitals those opportunities have been few and far between over these past few weeks yeah I can't remember any games we've been up one or two since I don't know Nashville so it's just yeah it feels like feels like we're doing the right things and I mean, there was odd man rushes both ways the first first period, but like I said, they just we had plenty of chances where in the past I think we scored five or six, but today we just didn't. That's Lars Zeller after the game in New Jersey. Yes, on Saturday they didn't score, but it goes a lot further than that for some. Third line frustrations. The line as it is configured potentially going into the Vancouver game. I'll have to wait and see what practice holds later today. But Marcus Johansson, Lars Zeller, Anthony Mantha. Veteran players that, quite frankly, aren't pulling their weight right now. They're not getting enough shots, they're not playing physical, and they're not scoring nearly enough. Here's some numbers to back that up. Entering play in Vancouver tomorrow, Anthony Manta has two goals in his last 18 games. Lars Eller has one in his last 17. Marcus has two in his last 11. But for the season, these guys aren't getting shots either. Manta, 1.78 shots on goal per game. He's only got 41 all season in 23 games played. Eller's even less, 1.47 per game. Marcus Johansson at 1.6. Physical play, yeah, not enough there either. Marcus... He's not a physical player, but he's credited with only 10 hits all season. Lars Eller's got 31. And Ben, maybe the one that troubles me the most is Mantha. 25 hits credited to him all season. That's just over one per game on average. We talked so much, and you were there, game one in Florida. 10 hits when Tom Wilson got hurt in the game. Anthony Mantha was the best player the Capitals had in game one. But if you're not getting shots, you're not being physical enough, I think that those guys have more to give. And I think that's one of the big reasons. Alex Ovechkin can't do it every night. Evgeny Kuznetsov can't do it every night. They are getting stuff from Milano. They've been inspired by Oshie. But if they're going to win on this trip, those guys have got to start pulling their weight a little more. You're right. And with Anthony Mantha, what also comes to mind, you referenced the example from Florida last year in the playoffs, 10 hits. That's quite a stretch. Even he acknowledged he won't be able to do that every night. But thinking of this season, John, I feel like he had a game early on this year. Montreal Canadiens were in town on a Saturday night. Maybe it was seeing the crest of the team he grew up watching in Quebec. But that game against Montreal, he had a goal. The point being, he's had glimpses. He's shown glimpses. He's had games where he brings that physicality, that edge, 
And it just seems like it's a trickle-down effect. Once he's engaged physically, the rest of his game and the shots and the scoring ability, they all seem to go hand-in-hand. And again, we've seen glimpses of it. We know what he's capable of. The thing is, can he bring it consistently? And as of late, it hasn't been consistent enough, as you noted, with those numbers and his linemates uh, as well. And the odd thing here, John, is as the Capitals hit Vancouver, having now lost five of their last seven, you look at the forward trios that they're pretty solid, right? The first line, the second line, which we touched on, Kuznetsov, Oshi, Milano have been good. Shutdown line, as you noted, has looked good. But what do you do with this third line? Did you break it up? Do you try to get guys going? Do you make a couple of tweaks just for the sake of trying to get more balance? Because the other three lines have actually been pretty good. So it'll be interesting to see ultimately what Peter Laviolette and the coaching staff do. But I think Mantha is a very, very big wild card in all of this. To an extent, as he goes, so goes the team. He could be very good. Just need to see quite a bit more of it and see it more consistently. Yeah, it's tough because you're exactly right. Top line's been pretty good. Second line showing some good things, and you're certainly not going to touch what the fourth line's doing right now, but hopefully line three, if in fact they stay together for the Vancouver game. More shots, more physical. We'll see what happens. Coming up on the show tomorrow, Ben, a conversation with Al Koken that you had recently. 25 years ago, it was moved from Landover and head downtown. You had a really fun chat. We're going to hear from Al tomorrow, but really enjoy the piece that you put together with him. Yeah, I've been going down memory lane a little bit. 25 years ago, a quarter century ago, the move from the suburbs in Landover to downtown, and we'll hear from Al tomorrow, but just for some context, the move at the time, it was a big move. It was significant to go from Landover, Maryland into the city, the area around the arena. Maybe we take it for granted now. It was far from what it is today. In fact, it was really underdeveloped. There was really not a whole lot there, and some interesting perspective we'll hear from Al Koken on that move and that transition for the team coming up on the show tomorrow. It's Capitals and the Vancouver Canucks tomorrow night at 10 Eastern, 945 Air on 106.7 A Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Hear it at CapsRadio247.com. Ben, have yourself a Monday, will you? Happy Monday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.